Any old iron. Welcome to Seti Sopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something. It doesn't have a natural opposite. Not opposite me. We've decided this is a, a fact of nature. Is, uh, no, is it? We haven't decided it's a fact. It's true. We've well, no, worked we, out which uh, which way our desks are orientated. We shape our own reality. Um, no. We, well, we do. I don't think I sound ill at the moment, even though I've got a really adenoidy, tonsilly voice. Ugh. <laughs> Well, that doesn't mean you shape your reality, Simon. That means you're in denial. Isn't that the same thing as shaping your own reality? No, though? it's not. It's being in denial. Because if you could shape your reality, you could actually change reality. I could change reality. Rather than just lying to yourself. Well, you can change reality in terms that you can act as you do, but you can't change it just by thinking it. Are you saying I have agency, but not? I'm saying you have agency, but you don't have an estate. <laughs> I can have an estate car. You know you can't. But why not? <laughs> You're not allowed one. Why not? You got a little hunchback. No, I got a hatchback. Is he? Well, although I am slightly hunched backed, I do have rounded shoulders. That's you need to learn to. Do you know what to do if you have got rounded shoulders? What you need to do? Get yourself a rolled up towel, right, mm. and lay on the floor and put it just under your shoulder blades, and then stretch backwards. Right. Because what that does is it stretches the cartilage in your rib cage, and then you need to walk around with your tits out all the time. Oh, I look good with my tits out, definitely. Well, cause... exactly. Well, it's, it's it's literally what I always think when I'm walking these days. I think clench my bum and put my boobs out because that's the way to get you to walk straight and it also activates your glutes also if you balance books on your head doesn't that automatically give you that posture yeah i think so yeah but that's too much skill and also ashley won't like that i'll get i'll get told off what are you doing with my books you could wear his books that would be fine no they're my books anyway so what it is part two of our listeners choice special well, I don't. I I think this is a good thing. I don't like having to come up with stuff. I think listeners should do it every week. We probably will encourage people to suggest things every week, but this is a way of kicking. I mean, that suggest off. things, not suggest things for Simon to do to himself. Well, you could do that as well. We could do really. A, what you really? You've just opened that up, have oh, you? Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Simon, this week should punch himself in the head. You could be like one of those girls who makes videos on the internets and sells them to lonely gentlemen. Oh. Have you seen Tickled yet? I have not. Okay, everyone who has access to Tickled should go and watch it immediately, but not until we've played Seti Sopo. First up this week. Do you want to explain what Tickled is? No. Because <laughs> it does sound... Cause you know how you always go on about Elmo and stuff like that? It does sound like a sort of Muppet show. It is a little bit like that. Okay. It's nothing like that. Don't go into that film expecting it to be like that at all. Anyway, long-time friend of our podcast, Gabe Alpert, wants to know, what is the opposite of Thundercats? Ooh. Ho! Right, okay. So Thundercats are something else. Thundercats are loose. Thunder, 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 cats. Yeah, I always, always wondered why thundercats are on the move. Thundercats are loose. Now, yeah. that's I mean, being described as loose is not a good thing. I presume that means that they were in a cage. No, no, not sexually, and not. Okay. It means they've limbered up. Yeah, loose is just wrong. Mm. Oh, anyway, so um, there are. What, let's name the thundercats. Okay. Oh, go on then. Okay, Chitara, because that's the one I play. <laughs> She's got two kids called Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat, one played by Helen. Then uh-huh. there's a lion mm-hmm. There's Schnarf. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's the big grey one, Panthro. Panthro, yeah. And then there's like some like tiger boring guy. Yeah, he's rubbish. He's the last yeah. one. He's called what do you think he's called? Tigro? Tigra. Tigra. Tigro sounds like something you wear. Tigra sounds like a girl thundercat. Well Um That's it, you've named I can't them. think of I can't think of him anymore. But yeah, Tigro Tigra is a crap one. Which considering he's a tiger, oh now the thing with the Thundercats is there is really no reference to them being cats that don't have tails. They don't lick their own asses. Except their names and the yeah. way they look. No, but the way they look, they look like men with weird hair and ears on. If Thundercats was realistic to cats, it would just be like half-hour episodes of them sleeping in boxes. Oh, you're, you're like this, right? Susan, my cat. <laughs> One of brought... your cats. Yeah, exactly. It's good, right? Susan brought in a mouse. Oh, did she? And the thing with Susan is she doesn't like hurting things. She's quite a gentle cat. So she brought it in and she put it on the floor and it ran right to the front door. So they both... Vincent and Susan both chased it. In front door, chase, chase, chase. And then it ran back under the fridge. Now, that mouse, I do not know where it is or what happened to it, but they've been staring at the fridge now for two days. If I look under the fridge, there are, there's a lot of fluff. There's a pen. There's a pound coin. There's some Lego. But I can't see a mouse, but it'd be easy for a mouse to hide behind some of the fluff and the other stuff. But they literally are just staring at the fridge. Are you sure they just don't want ice cream? There is that too. But they're, they're more sort of staring behind the fridge and around the fridge and occasionally putting their paws underneath it and seeing what they can reach. This does raise the question, is Mousetrap the opposite of Thundercats? Ooh. Yeah, see, I brought now, it mouse back. Mousetrap. Because that was a, that was a that was an actual showbiz game as well. I remember there was, a, there was an actual mouse because Mousetrap I remember as a board game and it was mm-hmm. awful because mm-hmm. it was basically build the mousetrap and, and then somebody the game gets lasts caught ten seconds and it doesn't work. Yeah, <sighs> they've changed it all as well. If you buy Mousetrap now, it'll be a completely different setup than you remember. Well, that can't be a bad thing because it was a crappy setup originally. The trap didn't go down; it used to always get stuck. Anyway, point being, it was also a it was also a, a game show type thing, wasn't it, for kids? Yeah, I think so. Was it as bad as the board game? I think it was based on the board game. It's also, of course... I, I the... thought the board game was based on the show. No. No? Uh, it's also the longest-running theatre play, isn't it? Oh, of In course. I didn't venue. even think of that, because that's how cultured I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we, are we happy to say Mousetrap? I mean, we seem to have... Well, explain your reasoning. Is it just because it has the name Mouse in it? Well, Thundercats are loose... Thundercats are on the go. The opposite of a cat is a mouse. A mouse trapped traps a mouse. Yeah, um, but I think we need to specify that this is the crappy board game slash TV thing, not the play and not an actual mouse trap. Why? Because they're different things, Simon. Okay, I think Mouse Trap the Game has an exclamation mark at the end. Excellent. So we can we can distinguish it by going Mouse Trap! That would make me happy. <laughs> would it? Um, also, <laughs> I do want to say, though, that He-Man, very similar Ooh. drawing style, yeah. and it is kind of like the same but opposite. A bit like, you know, sort of like Batman, well, the Spider-Man. Cat, the cat is his sidekick, isn't it? Battle Cat. Well, Batman's one of his sidekicks. Kicks is a lady cat. Uh, she's a nemesis, I would say, rather than a sidekick. Oh, she's a sidekick in the TV series. No, she's not. You're thinking of Batwoman. Eartha Kit is what I'm thinking of, being all sexy, and then they join forces and then they hate each other again. That's exactly what she's a nemesis a, Eartha is. Eartha Kit is the opposite of Schnarf. Can we just put that in as an extra? <laughs> 
Okay, a double whammy for game. Yeah. The opposite of Thundercats is Mousetrap, and the opposite of Snarf is Earthercat. <laughs> okay, moving on. We got another one from William Donahue, who we oh. did one for last week. He also was the opposite of an egg whisk. What? Exactly. Who uses an egg whisk? Just use a fork, you pretentious twat. Rene, out of Hello Hello, uses oh, yeah, one of those egg mechanical whisks. egg whisks as a sexual device. He does, and a wet celery. Which I don't want to know what he uses that for, but it's like a handle, isn't it? And you, you twist the yeah. handle, you don't spin it. Don't get your hair caught in that. It's like, like a manual version of a blender. So I particularly want to know what is the opposite of that rather than a, a fork or a you know a, a balloon whisk. To be fair, when I make chocolate mousse, I've used those and I've got a mechanical egg whisk. Uh, not a mechanical one, a, a zhuzhia egg whisk as a well. A zhuzhia, yeah. I've got a blender, which is a proper zhuzhia, but I do not have a food processor. Right. That is Izzy's kitchen. That's a good kitchen. Do you kitchen. have a food processor? Uh, yes, have a food pressure. <laughs> have a food processor. It mangles my words. Uh, I have a little one, a little small one for for herbs. Oh no, because my my blender's got a little small one for herbs, but that's just a blender. Well, it's a pot that you stick the top onto, is it? Yeah, little oh, okay. one you can just attach to. It's not as good for food processing. So when I made those black bean brownies, yeah, yeah. black bean brownies, hard to say. Um, some of the beans stayed beany. They escaped. They did. So you were eating a brownie and suddenly you ate a bean, and that Ooh. was weird. Nah. Anyway. So the opposite of an egg whisk is wet celery. No. Um, <laughs> it is, though, isn't it? It could be. Because they're both used as sexual toys by Rene. We should say, we should say Hello, Hello is a, a, a British sitcom from the 90s. Yes. where And it was really popular in this country. It went out at tea time for the mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. And it was about a French pimp who, it was about who, French basically, pimp. Um, who basically played both the resistance and the Nazis. Yeah. And uh, was a collaborator with the Nazis yeah. and the French resistance and had two British soldiers underneath his mother-in-law's bed, which um, had glowing knobs on. And very cleverly, it did a language thing, didn't it? So if they were speaking with a French accent, it meant they were speaking French. Yes. And if they were speaking with an English accent, it meant they were speaking English. But the Germans always spoke with a German accent. Yeah, and the Italians always spoke with an Italian accent. Well, it was... sort of. <laughs> it's a me. Um, <laughs> it was very popular worldwide. It wasn't just It was, British yeah. No, the French loved it. Mainly because the British look so stupid, I think. Probably, yeah. Um, but the French always are very good. If you read Asterix in Britain, what's quite nice about Asterix in Britain is in English it says things like, I say what at the end of every sentence that an English person says. Like, oh, would you like some hot boiling water? I say what is what they say. And in French it's like, je dis quoi at the end of everything, which is really funny because you know, <laughs> I say what but it makes no sense in French well, doesn't make any it? sense in English but I say I say I say it's how we speak isn't it no I yeah. haven't said that sentence once during you say, this podcast you say here is he that is Gert Lush I say Gert Lush I don't say Gert Lush ever I just sound like snot yeah. most of the time <laughs> so yeah opposite of do you know I think again we have just stumbled into it immediately I think it's wet celery yeah. But it's, it's what everybody knows, Simon. That and badgers love mashed potatoes. I was about to sing that. That was weird. <laughs> everybody knows. Exactly. Badgers, badgers love, love mashed potatoes. potatoes. It's basically, unless you were a child raised in the late 80s and early 90s, you are not going to get any of these references. <laughs> well, I don't get half of them. I shouldn't worry about it. So the opposite of an egg whisk is wet celery. There we go. Now, Kristen wants to know... 
What is the opposite of a Eurovision Song Contest? I think it'd have to be a song contest that only features countries in Europe. Well, it's to do with where the TV station that's making the... Australia's in it, Simon. Yeah, no, but if this, if that... Australia is If in the, the company Eurovision. that's making the Australian build-up to it is based in Europe, they qualify to be in Eurovision. That's how it works. It's silly. It's what it's the idea is it's to embrace the world. It started off just after, you know, the collapse of Europe in the war in the fifties, and it, they got together and went, "What can we do to make Europe love each other?" And they went, "A singing contest." Yeah. Which why wouldn't that work? I was in the pub with my friends and I saw a bit of it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've seen a bit of every single Eurovision Song Contest ever, probably ever, but since well, the fifties. Certainly since I was alive, probably. <laughs> I've seen. I I wasn't really aware of it until I was about nine. I don't think. Okay. Sorry about the clanging. Sorry. Um. But okay. So oh, I'm just going to go for more TV relevance in the nineties. It's Gladiators. With the giant cotton buds. Yeah, with the giant cotton buds. Because it was fighting to bring ear. together a country. No, okay, okay. Um, is it the Second World War then? Because <laughs> Second World War is not very camp. Virtually no glitter. The songs are better. And because the songs are pretty good in Second World War. Were they? Me oh, do you hate you? you. No, that's that's not an actual Second World War song. That's a that's a sitcom one. But things like um, kiss me Sergeant Major, tuck me in my little wooden bed. We all love you, Sergeant Major. When you see your bowling show, a How do you know these things? Because I was alive then, Simon. No, you weren't. You're not a time. Um, You're not the doctor. It was originally called the Eurovision Grand Prix. What? It was originally called the Eurovision Grand Prix. Ah! Oh, God. (laughs) Say Grand Prix, Simon. I'm going to do a Grand Prix noise. That is true. Let's let's test that. Let's test that, shall we? Grand Prix. Pit stop. You should just do a podcast of you doing Grand Prix noises. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, Grand Prix noises up until about two thousand and eight, maybe even two thousand fourteen, fifteen. Okay, I don't know when they changed. Anyway, point is, Simon, the, the Second World War is the opposite. <laughs> I'd say I'd say it is because it's a it's a conflict that may primarily centered around Europe that other countries get involved in that shouldn't have. Well, maybe I don't know. And it is not camp, and it was tragic, and the European. Oh, Song I don't Contest know. Hitler was bit... quite camp. Mm, yeah. With his jodhpurs and his little moustache, his little wave. Yeah, but he was a bit of a you know. As much as I dislike some of the entrance. None of them are as bad as Hitler. Wow, that's a controversial opinion. No one who's ever entered Eurovision is as bad as Hitler. (laughs) I mean, what we can agree on is what both Eurovision and the Second World War lacks is Terry Wogan. Oh, Terry Wogan. Which, again, is a very British reference. Yeah, but we are we are British, Simon, and we're going to lose every Eurovision. Yeah, that's another thing why it's opposite. Britain never wins. We've won it a couple of times. Yeah. Bucks Fizz won it, didn't they? It's when the Americans come over and just clear up. That's what we need. What, like America entering the Eurovision contest? Yeah, and just going, boom, <laughs> Sorry we're late. Yeah, here Here's you go. Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, I think we I think we have uh, stumbled very quickly onto everything this week, and the the opposite of the Eurovision Song Contest is the Second World War. <laughs> Therefore, we have learned that the opposite of Thundercats is mousetrap. The opposite well of egg whisks is wet celery, and the opposite of the Eurovision Song Contest is Second World War. And for those of you who disagree about the wet celery thing, make a chocolate mousse using wet celery. Ooh, you can make it with dry celery. Yeah, but we're not talking about dry celery, are we? That's true. What is wet celery? I just imagine it's like celery that's got really old and floppy. Or it's been roasted, so it goes... No, I always imagine it just old and floppy. Right, yeah. And, And with a little bit of water so it's drippy. And it's somehow used in a sexual thing. God, weird. Um, yeah. Right. Well, it's, 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 it's primetime UK television, Simon. If you want to join the conversation or suggest something for us to discuss the opposite of. If you do things like just go, the British Empire, we will lose listeners. Stop <laughs> referencing things in the 1990s. There'll be some editorial control on our part. We can pick and choose suggestions. If everyone just suggests the British Empire, we probably will have to do the British Empire. Yep, don't, don't, because nobody knows what the British Empire is. Tweet us, at Sidon, S-I-G-H-D-O-N-E, or at Izzy underscore Lawrence, that's I-S-Z-I underscore L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E, or find us on Facebook, we have a page on Facebook. I'm on Instagram too. Izzy's on Instagram too. You can see pictures of her breakfast. Oh, God, it was horrible today. It was really grim. <laughs> was it wet celery? No, it was... I made... I made. Oh, this would be fun. Overnight oats. That'd be fun, won't it? Overnight oats. Ooh, carrot cake overnight. I like carrot cake. Let's make carrot cake flavoured overnight oats. Don't do it. Don't do it. Even Susan didn't lick it. <laughs> There's a thought. You have 14 seconds to plug your other podcasts. British Museum member cast and the Z-List Deadlist. Both are very good. All right, three seconds. <laughs> Okay, the British Museum member cast. You can find episodes if you go to Twitter and do hashtag member cast. Member cast. Like a like a like like plaster of Paris on a dick. Member cast. Member cast. Oh, and the Z list dead list, which is about obscure people from history. I'm currently working on an episode about diving, Simon. That's right, diving. Diving. But I think what's the current one about? Oh, it's about goats, isn't it? It's about a man who tried to disappear a goat. Professor Goat. <laughs> We will be back it's next cool, week. We will be back next week with more Seti Sopo. Hopefully, you can join us then. Bye bye. Goodbye. Do, 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 do. I don't need to do that. I'll just put it on at the end. Do, do, do.